0: Welcome to those two chicks for the podcast. Oh, my belly's really full. You're welcome. Emma just made a bomb ass dinner. It was really good. And homemade bread. Homemade bread, delish. Uh, chicken, bacon, potatoes. Mm-hmm. You know what'd be good in it? What? A ranch pack. Ooh, that would be good. And, but like, I know every crock pot recipe has ranch in it, sure. and people get annoyed with that. But it would be really good. It would be good. Uh, making a little mental note. I'm gonna make that. <laughs> Um, so yeah guys, hi, welcome to, uh, Friday, yeah, it's Friday, it's Friday, yeah, mm-hmm. hope you guys are having a good day, if you're new, Fridays are our fun days, a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. and today we're gonna be talking about folklore, Ooh, it was spooky maybe, I don't know, mine's kind of spooky, mine's kind of, yours a little weird, well, before we get started, we did have a listener, which is like our first listener who like actually told us what they thought about it, yeah, <laughs> that was really cool, other than your mom, yeah, <laughs> which was cool it's someone who knows me uh my friend jessica mckenzie and she gave us a little bit of what she remembered from the mandela effects episode and i wanted to read them off to you because i just thought it was interesting yeah our mandela effect
1: episode was one our first friday episode that was like our first friday
0: episode and this this one's going up when the twenty fifth of February. So it's yeah. been a month. So yeah, so I just I was gonna read what she remembered because I thought it was interesting. She remembers the cornucopia on the fruit of the loom. She said, I remember it so vividly that I even remember the garnishments that were under the fruit and beside it coming out of the cornucopia. Oh. Which is crazy. Yeah. She remembers it vividly. Mm-hmm. Um she remembers Mandela dying way before twenty thirteen. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. She remembers Meatloaf dying years ago, which I'm huh? fucking telling you i'm that too i think he died a long time ago it's weird um she remembers the monocle on mr Moneybags, mm-hmm. which i didn't remember that. no i didn't either but i also like don't play monopoly really
1: no it's not my so, favorite game not exposed so. to it very often
0: she remembers all three of the fruit loops names mm-hmm. she said she can remember being so confused when fruit f-r-o-o-t switched to actual fruit so she's saying it was fruit with the two O's before. Okay. Switched to fruit, and she was so confused and was like, "Didn't it used to be like fruit <laughs> like, <laughs> double O's?" And then it switched back. Weird. That is weird. Mm-hmm. She remembers Mirror Mirror. Okay. Yeah. Which like it yeah. is Mirror Mirror. It's gotta be. Um, and she said she vividly remembers Berenstein, mm-hmm. never Berenstein.
1: Which that mm-hmm. cracked me up when I saw that it's the author's last name. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> of course they would know. With their own
0: last name well maybe they don't maybe they didn't realize this yeah <laughs> she said she actually has a memory thinking i always thought this was baron Steen after finding okay i think she just wrote this wrong she said oh. i always thought this was baron Steen after finding one of my old books and seeing it say Baron Stein. oh weird she said um she's read about mandela effects many times and all i can do is scratch my head Thank you for sharing with us, Jessica. That was awesome. know. Um, so I believe she, I don't know if I can share her location. Mm-hmm. I don't think I she know. cares. She's from down south. Okay. Um, but it's just cool to have listeners in other states. I didn't fart. I'm just moving my butt. You
1: have a tent. I know. Yeah. Sorry.
0: I'm wearing leggings and a leather I'm jacket. I've been
1: loving that, actually. What? Um, I'll just do some of my free time because I'm, I'm a nerd. <laughs> Um, I like to go on our, well, we post our episodes mm-hmm. to a platform and it sends out to all of our other places we upload, but yeah. I love seeing where people are from. Oh, and yeah. And like, I can even see in Michigan, like, where, what area they're you from. You can? Yeah. Where can you see that you on click, the app? You click, you click on, um, so it shows you where all the states everyone's listening from. Click yeah. on Michigan, it'll take you to another page, and it shows like, if they're listening from Battle Creek or Kalamazoo even, wait, or Paw
0: Paw. hold up, hold up. Where do I look at that? How do I even oh analytics. Yeah. Right? Wow. Oh my gosh, we can see our the age demographic. Yeah, so what I always heck? look at that.
1: And actually what's been really kind of like fascinating for me. Yeah. Is that when we first started we had a very um women heavy listening audience yeah. which we thought we would and it
0: had it used to be six percent men now listening. it's 23 i know is that are you crazy guys? thanks jessica and you guys can write into our email yes do it so we can share thoughts and make it sound like we actually have people who listen to us because we have 10 <laughs> <laughs> we so have you, my mom <laughs> you have 10 people you write yes. in and tell us what you think and honestly
1: even so late but my mom commenting on our youtube yeah i would just it made my day this yes. guy was like so funny like she was like gave her thoughts about our true crime yes we
0: want because the thing is the fun part about it is like sharing the experience with another person mm-hmm. like i love to listen to my podcast because it feels like i'm like that sounds crazy it feels like i'm like talking with people yes but i don't know and it's just fun to record this and be talking with you about this stuff mm-hmm. and we want to hear your guys' thoughts too yeah, so no, yeah, definitely. you can write into our email. It's in our show notes. If you're on our Instagram or our Facebook or TikTok or YouTube or whatever, you can comment or write into us there. And which has been cracking me up that our one TikTok I know had like over a thousand people watched. We it. have a TikTok and we'll share it more. I I my life has been so crazy, but we will start making videos like sh- little shorter videos about different cases and stuff that didn't quite make it into the show, but we just thought were interesting hmm. and probably recrap recrap. <laughs> 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 we recap stuff we talked about in the show too. So if you like TikToks, you can find our TikTok. So yeah.
1: Okay. So folklore I picked
0: Folklore
1: are the Melon Heads. I can't with this one mm. Okay. And when I was looking for the like the origin of the story, yeah. I was under the Im- okay, I've never heard of the Melon Heads. Me neither. That was something that was like, oh, okay. I was under the impression that the Melon Heads were a Michigan folklore. Okay. It, I found out that other states have their own folklore stories of the melonheads Heads from like Ohio and Connecticut mm-hmm. and other places. But for today, this is the West Michigan
0: okay. head story. And I did because I I was trying not to read about them much, but I yeah. did see that like Ohio and Connecticut, but I didn't see other states, which I thought was weird. I thought it was like one of the Dakotas. Yeah, well they're very spread out. Yeah, they are. Why is that? I don't You mean, know, that's weird. Certain people have the Melon
1: <laughs> So I don't know if those are like different origins or they'll have yeah. I mean obviously they're just different places here.
0: Yeah never heard of them. <laughs> me neither. But we asked, or at least, um, I don't think this was on my Facebook. I asked just on my normal Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And one of the first comments was melon heads. I
1: saw that. I was yeah. just so interested. Yeah. And I don't know if I need to look up the definition. Some of them sound like ghost stories mm-hmm. than folklore to me. Yeah. But I'm not sure what the definition of folklore... I don't
0: know, because... how I don't I do know. When I think of folklore. I think of like the old legends. Kind of like a like, legend. Which yeah. it could... I feel like that could be a ghost story, too. If, like, right. like I saw one that was, like, Hell's Bridge or something. Right, and that's Which more... there's a story behind it that's, like, the legend, right? But mm-hmm. now it's haunted. So I don't know yeah. for sure.
1: So it's just kind of confusing yeah. where folklore,
0: where yeah. that
1: expands to just I agree. ghost stories. Or yeah. Like, her dog lady was technically a, a That
0: folklore. was a folklore, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Okay,
1: so back in the 1950s and 1960s, mm-hmm. and maybe even today, it wouldn't be Ooh. uncommon for a parent to scare their children with the melonhead story. As you better be nice or don't do that, their melonheads will get you." Ooh! Okay, so it was used as that. Now, melonheads were apparently small humanoids with a lar- that had large heads. <laughs> and it could be My not- child. <laughs> People would say you'd, if you were by yourself in the forest or with someone else, you mm-hmm. could hear them running around. <gasps> Or some claim they'd see their glowing eyes. Oh, I fucking hate that. I mm-hmm. hate that so much. Others say you could see them if you just drove by near the trails the, near the trails of Saugatuck, Michigan.
0: Oh, I did see in Saugatuck. And you know how you can
1: take like a dune ride? Yeah. It's like,
0: what if you're on a fucking dune ride and you That's see those things?
1: That's what And you can see them. So some people are like, you yeah, would be alone in the forest. Other people are like, no, 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 you could just drive by. If you're near the area, you Oh, see I hate that. Okay. And the story goes that if you come across a melon head, they could jump out and attack you, or in some cases, they would eat you.
0: Okay. <laughs> don't you just kick those little shits? I'd be like, get out of here, big stackerball head. You know what I mean? If it's Drop just it. one. Unless it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't know. <laughs> All That's I imagine is little teeth one. I'm just
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> like a little... Okay, okay, back to this thing. Yeah, sorry. So I'll start with why they have enlarged heads. Oh, we know why? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a condition called oh. hydrocephalus, and that is excess fluid in the brain that causes the head to grow. Oh. So that's why it was said they had large heads. So the story goes that the melon-headed children lived in an asylum next to the Felt Mansion. <laughs> a doctor there was known to conduct experiments on them. Oh. They were abused, treated badly, and ultimately left to roam the woods. It was also said that one time they stayed in the mansion, like they lived there. Uh-huh. There's multiple versions of this story, so it's kind yeah. of hard to be like, where did they come from? We don't right. know. Um, eventually the hospital closed and the children had nowhere to go, so they headed to the woods. Another version is that the Millenheads had so much rage towards the doctor that they killed and ate him and chopped up his body. And the bones are around the Felt Mansion. Oh. So people are like, the Felt Mansion's haunted because... Something smells smoky. Do you smell smoke? Like... No. Or something hot? Oh, i think I might. Hey, Dan. Dan. I need you to come upstairs. So, <laughs> we <laughs> have a some problem. Something smells smoky. And it's not my fart. Yeah, Drew's also farted like five times. Walking, something smells smoky.
0: And then we thought you spontaneously
1: didn't combust it. Maybe my laptop. It smells warm in here. We'll leave the door open. Thanks, Dan. Thank
0: you. That's
1: what I do. Say hi to the podcast. Podcast. No good. Okay, Thanks so. That's Dan. We thought he died. He's fine. He's so disappointed.
0: <laughs> he told me today I don't speak normally, so He did. <laughs> he did. He's like well like a normal person. Do you have anything to say,
1: Dan? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's like our dad. That's but he's weird for Emma's me. Husband. He's <laughs> like my dad. <laughs> So that was, we got back, sorry, we had technical <laughs> difficulty. Sorry, farted and then we thought the <laughs> house was on fire and my hair. Yeah, it was a whole lot. So this was the whole thing. They thought they chopped up the doctor, hid his body- all that stuff. Yeah. Now, it has been proven that basic, that based on the location of where people said the asylum was, mm-hmm. that wasn't ever an asylum, but it was actually oh. a prison. Oh. And that's because, thanks to the Allegan County Historical Society. Oh. So, really, without them, I think people would have just been like, that's the asylum. Okay. But they're like, they looked at the records and everything, and they're like, that was never. Thank you. Somebody has the records. There we go. Right. So I was watching a news segment on YouTube about the Melonheads, and I never knew this. The Felt Mansion used to be a Catholic school, and apparently that caused some tension within the community, and the town would refer them as Melonheads because they were considered to be smarter and they came from money. So Melonheads was a negative term as they were big-headed people oh yeah so okay in the end there is no hard evidence about the elements, yeah that's but, but, but damn that's interesting that is interesting and apparently they made a melon movie back in 2011 oh yeah but anyway now that i hear at first i'm like oh that's really scary about they chopped up the doctor and everything yeah. it was never an asylum yeah it was a prison could it have had sure i'm sure i mean doctors were crazy right back then too i'm like yeah right but now they're saying that the Felt Mansion was a Catholic school, and people are like, oh, those are the Melonheads, Heads they <laughs> everyone. That's funny. And then people are like, little head people that eat you. Know? <laughs> <So, laughs> they must really not like Catholics. So after I read that, I really don't believe the Melonhead
0: story. But no. Maybe not like I say that I'm going to go get attacked by a I head. don't know. Those That kind of freaks me out. But I still think, like, I'd just kick it. <laughs> <laughs> unless they were, like, unless you got, like, tackled. i would kick a child. Fuck percent. yeah, I would. Yeah. If they were trying to eat me, fuck them. them bop them, bop That's what I'd do. Well, that was good. I, I like that. Yeah. Now I'm going to be like, when I'm driving in the background, I'm going to be like.
1: Okay, so if you're in a car and a melon head comes out, just run them over. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Then
0: back up. But it's ball. kind of sad because they're children. Yeah. Just don't think about it. Okay. Well, are they children, though, or are they like the like they grew into adults? Like there's adults and babies.
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, you got to think about it. Sure.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Has meeting. <laughs> you never know. Okay. I'm gonna be doing black-eyed peas. children, black-eyed peas. <laughs> so picture this. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're fast asleep. Sorry. Yeah. It's three a.m. All of a sudden, you hear a knock at your door. It sounds urgent. Mm-hmm. You go to peek out the window, and you see oh. two children standing at your door. Concerned, okay, because they're children. Right, three a.m. You hurry to answer, but your heart sinks deep into your stomach when you notice their eyes are completely black. Mm. No white, no iris, nothing. Completely black, almost like oil slicks. (laughs) I know. (laughs) They ask for help. Please, ma'am, can we use your phone? Very polite at first, (laughs) but then it becomes more aggressive as you're, you know. Back and away, cause you're creeped out. Right. You start to feel this instant like sense of dread, and you don't know why. You open the door a little wider, even though you don't want to. You can't help yourself. It's almost like you're being controlled. hmm And finally, they get inside. Da da da! <laughs> <laughs> it's the <a> Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <Berkey>. my favorite. delicious definition. Make the bos- look <laughs> Imagine! Fergie should have been the music. song. D, the A, the I
1: don't know how they spell.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: so duh hit
0: Fergie. I'll turn it on around, brother, driver, dad always looking at me up and down looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's Fergie. My folklore this week is on Fergie. Is she real? Or is she not? We don't know. She's calling it to use
1: your phone. Don't
0: let Fergie in.
1: Oh, God. Oh, my head. My head hurts. <laughs> I know.
0: So does mine. I'm laughing too okay. hard. Okay.
1: Okay. <sighs> so you let the black-eyed children. Yeah.
0: That was just painting the picture. That's, like, oh, okay. usually how they come about. So what happens when you let them in? We don't know. What? So... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so here's the thing. Um. So all these sources that I looked at when I was researching black-eyed kids... <laughs> They all said that there's no recorded case of them being let in. Like, what happened? But I remember listening Mm -hmm. to a podcast. I searched and searched, could not find what it was. Mm -hmm. I listened to a podcast where there was a story where a woman did let them in. Okay. Okay? and but i can't remember exactly what happened um but i do remember one part said they like went to her bathroom and just ruined the whole room just like tore everything down and they like, just took a huge shit yeah just pooped it was everywhere yeah. and they, they made j-shaped poops and i was telling <laughs> i was telling lucas about this and he's like well did they just leave i'm like i think so i think they just left but then after that her dog died oh they got terminal illnesses mm-hmm. all just all these things started going wrong and i could have sworn whatever podcast i listened to that talked about this and maybe it was morbid i don't know what you just, gonna imagine? just like a little kid <laughs> she just walks <whips> in she... <laughs> is that song even like black
1: eyed song?
0: yeah oh i don't might ooh, just be Fergie. i think it's, i don't know any black eyed peace songs
1: no. Boom boom pow <laughs> Boom 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 Oh is it boom boom
0: pow or boom 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 I think it's I've got that boom boom
1: pow yeah. I don't know what the words
0: are I don't know okay get back <laughs> on task. This, this episode is So they horrible. curse them That's what yeah And mm. in that episode I could have sworn They said anytime these kids get in the house It's just they don't do anything To the people oh. But the people are like cursed And bad things just start happening I couldn't find anything. Well, I'm safe
1: because even if anyone's at my door, I don't open.
0: Yeah, me I'm... neither. I hide. <laughs> yeah, me
1: too.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, that's the thing that they say too, though. You may not want to open it, but something just controls you. But, yeah, so okay. I wrote my notes other sources say they have no idea what actually happens because there's no reports of that, but right. kind of conflicting because I know I've heard it. But So, here are some quick facts about black-eyed children before we get into our story.
1: Oh, They're Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, <laughs> no, that was just something I wrote.
0: Just because I was like, mm. This will get them. <laughs> this will spook them. <laughs> they're between the ages of 6 to 16 with pale skin and completely black eyes. When people get close to them, they feel an extreme amount of unease and anxiety. Some people have reported seeing these children with talons, but those are very rare sightings. Um, they're mostly described as normal-looking kids other than their eyes. Oh. So, they're often described as wearing outdated clothing. Mm-hmm. They always ask for something like a ride or to use your phone. And so then this says there are no reported stories of what happens when you let them in, but and the theories are that they're either like demons, vampires, or aliens. Mm-hmm. Very broad range. <laughs> yeah, it's really Yeah, like one post said people think they're like the children of the devil himself. Oh, which is creepy. The vampire thing comes in because they can't come into your house or your car or wherever without oh. you giving them permission. But they can manipulate you, so it's weird. Right. Okay. So just throw some garlic at them is what you're saying? Maybe. Here's garlic. a
1: clove! <laughs> and you just shut the door. Mince garlic if yeah. you don't have a clove. Oh Yeah. <laughs>
0: So I'm going to read a first-hand encounter by Christy Robinette. Um, she has a blog post on pathios.com, and I'll have it linked in the show notes if you guys want to look at it. This is titled Legend- Legends and Lore Black-Eyed Children. It was a chilly autumn afternoon in October at one of the most beautiful places in Michigan, Mackinac Island. I was there for business, but even on business, I try to find time to explore, and that is what I was doing along with several of my friends, my husband, and son in tow. The streets were crowded, so we first dined at the Pink Pony for an early dinner, and then went to grab some fudge and taffy for later. If you're not from Michigan, if you go to fucking Mackinac, you best be buying some fucking fudge. Oh, it's so good. Okay? It makes That's me so sick, for.
1: but it's so good. Oh,
0: I can you I can literally eat like half a piece of fudge. <laughs> because <laughs> it's just so thick. It's good. But it's so good. Maybe some butter fudge. Flavors. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would see someone here and there on the streets and shout out a greeting. Weird. What? I don't know. As, I
1: love that terminology.
0: <laughs> shout out a greeting. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, As I exited one of the many souvenir shops, I heard my name being called from across the street and was surprised to see that it was someone I worked with over a decade ago. What a small world it really is, I thought. We chatted a bit, said our goodbyes, and I headed to meet up with my group who had since abandoned me i glanced across the street to see if i could catch sight of anybody when i heard someone ask me how i was thinking the person must have been mistaken i heard someone once again say how are you today ma'am i turned around to see a child between the ages of eight to ten years old wearing a long brown wool coat with a matching flap cap flat cap what i say flap cap flap cap yeah it's a flat cap (laughs) flat cap (laughs) oh okay I had a hard time answering because not only was this child's choice of dress interesting, his eyes were hypnotic and colored entirely black. I shivered and took a step away from him. I whispered that I was fine, and the boy looked hard at me for a second with a wide smile on his face. Oh. He then ran up the street. I hate that. I know. Confused, <laughs> I followed, but he disappeared into the crowd. Standing in a haze in the middle of the street, I heard a familiar voice call my name, and, it, and I saw my husband. I hate anything with kids. Like, scary things with kids? Mm -hmm. Kick them. I can't do it. (laughs) 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 This may seem like such an innocent encounter, but it was different. This kid was different. Mm -hmm. This happened a year and a half ago, and I haven't talked about this experience. But when I think about it, I'm still confused and shaken. Well, that's a black-eyed child, a friend in The Paranormal explained as I shared my encounter. I scoff. Those are just fables and and lores, right? Black-eyed people, sometimes called black-eyed children or Beck, B-E-K, black-eyed kids, great band, <laughs> are classified as young people, often children with eyes that are solid black with no different differentiation between sclera, pupil, or iris. Some have noted that their skin color is tinted blue as if they are a corpse. They sometimes appear in pairs and their mannerisms is are confident and even eloquent with speech patterns of an adult. But who are they and what do they want? One paranormal author told me she thought they were aliens or non-entities, possibly demonic. They try to get into your head, your mind, your soul, and your heart. It conjures images of vampire lore. You have to invite them into your house, job, life, or car, but don't. Whatever they are, they're soul suckers. But this kid I ran into simply was checking up on me, I told her. No harm, no foul. And yet you're shivering reliving that moment, she noted. I was. I am. And seriously, why was he checking on you, she continued. I didn't have an answer then and I still don't. Why me? Why then? Why there? And what the heck? can i say for sure that i had an encounter with a black-eyed child i just don't know i wish i could say that i had a drink or two but i didn't i wish i could say that it was a ghost or a spirit but this seems more realistic than that mackinac island has its share of legends lores and unknowns so why not add bek's to it black-eyed kids are still an unexplained phenomena or legend It's the end of that story so that one was creepy but i didn't feel like that was like creepy creepy because at least it didn't like try to get you to do something well yeah you know um so then i'm gonna tell you one more it's a first-hand encounter from pararrational.com the author's name is cliff of the article Mm -hmm. but the man's name is david who experienced it okay so again i'll link this one because i'm sure there's also like ton of other great spooky stories on here my encounter with black-eyed kids please share i'd like to know other people's thoughts thank you first a quick intro about myself I'm a twenty-six-year-old male. I work at a small private college in Michigan. I'm a normal average guy. I like hockey, HBO shows, kayaking, and hyping. hyping. Hiking and camping. Oh. <laughs> I have a girlfriend, love my dad and sister, and have a pet dog named Bear so cute. While I keep an open mind, I don't believe in ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, and I'm not even too sure about God. The way I see it, if I haven't encountered it firsthand or seen documented ver- verifiable truth, verifiable proof, then I keep a healthy amount of skepticism. There is one thing I do believe in now that I never did before. Hell, I didn't even know about it before. Black freaking eyed kids. <laughs> he added a little bonus word in there. <laughs> As I said earlier, I love, and then in quotations he put ED like he loved, to hike and camp. For some reasons too introspective to get into fully here, I just love solitude, peace, and serenity the outdoors provided me. My life is not overly stressful, chaotic, or dramatic, but every once in a while a man needs to get away from it all. That's my husband's time in the bathroom. Oh. pooping. Being alone in the wilderness gave me the opportunity to clear my head, be introspective, consider the facts of life. I loved the beauty of the natural world and I try to appreciate the small and big things. From the smallest clover to the biggest mountain. Beauty is all around us. In a way, I think it's my belief in beauty that has helped me cope as well as I have with what I'm about to share. In late August 2010, I set out for Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore located along Lake Michigan. I had scheduled five days off of work and I planned on making the most of it. Sleeping Bear is one of my favorite parts in parks in Lower Michigan. I know it to be a great place for some solitude and having unusually having usually been abandoned by sun worshipers by mid-August, I knew I'd have the most most of the park by myself. Can I just not read? What is going on with me? No, I always get really nervous. At, I'm not nervous. It's just like my brain won't work. <laughs> so, I wasn't surprised when I arrived the first day, found my usual parking spot, a sand parking lot just a few yards from the lake and didn't see another person. To be fair, this isn't written that well. <laughs> the grammar's kind of weird and I've been having to change it on the fly. As I sat on the hood of my car, overlooking the beach and the lake, I remember breathing deeply and saying, "Thank God for solitude." I ate lunch, walked down the beach, and put my my bare feet into the water. Cold. Very cold. It didn't matter to me, though, because I didn't come to swim. I came to hike and to camp. I came to, as was my tradition, sit by a warm fire on a cool night, sipping on my flask of whiskey, enjoying the sounds of the forest. We get it, you like nature. (coughs) (laughs) Oh, now. However, this peaceful tradition didn't happen. The proper procedure when camping at a state or national park if you've never been is to check in at the ranger station. There you pay your fees, obtain your backcountry pass if you're going to be camping in the backcountry as I always do, and give the rangers your information. License plate number, make and model of your car, etc. After my quick stop off at the beach to eat my lunch, I headed to the nearby a 15 minute or so drive and to get my affairs in order. The ranger station is <laughs> manned until mid-October, I think, so it was open and I didn't have to travel to the main station half an hour's drive north. I park in the station's parking lot and walk into the office. The ranger and I spoke for a little and he asked for my license plate number. I knew he was going to ask but I still forgot to write it down before I went in so I walk back out toward my car and I see two kids sitting at the bench in front of where I'm parked. This is where it's gonna get good. Okay. (laughs) They weren't there when I parked and I didn't notice them when I walked in the station but at this point in time I'm still on cloud nine. I'm happy to be on vacation so I take no real notice. I walk back to the back of my car, jot down the number, and walk back to the office. I take care of business in the office and step out and walk to the connecting bathroom. The backcountry area I'm staying at, White Pine, has a pit toilet. Think of a porter john with just a deep hole in the ground. Ooh, And I'd like to use a real bathroom while I can. I go into the restroom and go into an empty stall. As I'm taking care of my business, I hear the bathroom door open. I hear whispered voices. It's a small bathroom, but I can't make out what the voices are saying. I can tell they're kid voices, though, and I figure it's the kids I saw near my car earlier. No biggie, right? I finish up and open the stall door. Sure enough, there are two kids standing outside the stall. I remember saying, "It's all yours," as I walked to the sink. That's such a Michigan thing, all to say. it really is. <laughs> Okay. The kids just stood there. When, when I think about it now, in reading, the situation seems a little spooky, but at the time, if you were in the situation yourself, I bet you wouldn't be the slightest bit worried, and neither was I. I wash my hands and glance in the mirror, only to notice the kids are looking right at me. This is the first time, but certainly not the last time, on this trip that my spine tingles with fear. Kids have completely black eyes. No whites to their eyes at all. Like I said, this is a pretty small bathroom, and they were not more than three feet away. At first, I can't do or say anything. I'm literally frozen with fear. I'm so deep inside my head at this moment that all I can hear are my thoughts, which were something like, ah! (laughs) All joking aside, I was petrified. It was only when one of the kids, a brown-haired boy that I would guess was about 12, took a step forward that my flight-or-fight instincts took over control of my fear. I turned off the water, why I bothered, I don't know, out of habit, and moved a step back from the kids and toward the door. Seemingly sensing my fear, the boy didn't take another step toward me. Instead, he stopped. On retrospect, I can guess he was trying to keep, keep from frightening too much. Didn't work, kid. Sorry, this is so long. Oh my god.
1: Emma, it is so long. He has so much detail. Emma, it is so long. Look. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, also like this, is really, this could be a really good story. Because it's kind of creepy, but I'm like, I don't care about it. story. I don't think I could and,
0: like... read this much. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Where
1: was that even at? Oh, the kids were staring at him in the sink.
0: Okay. He went, oh. Okay, here we go. Can you help us? <laughs> That's what the boy said when one of us finally spoke. For a moment, I did want to help. I consider myself a pretty nice guy. I'd go out of my way to help pregnant women carry groceries to their car. I'd rescue cats from trees if the situation arose. I don't
1: care. I just want to hear this spooking And
0: for a while, oh my god. And for a while, I thought that is why I wanted to help those creepy kids. I thought my sheer decency was what made me, despite my better judgment and despite my fear, want to help them. Only since I began researching the BEKs do I realize that I didn't want to help those kids, but whatever magical, mystical voodoo power they have maybe want to help them. I can't tell you with any certainty how long I stood motionless thinking about helping those kids, but it seemed like an eternity. Finally, like a physical shaking of my brain, I said, No, not right now. I gotta go. And then I left the bathroom. I remember in that two seconds, my back was turned on those kids to me leaving the bathroom I felt certain I was going to die. Mm-hmm. I thought as soon as my back was turned, they were going to tear me to shred. It was with knee-buckling relief when I left the bathroom and walked out into a, a midday sun. I walked 15 feet or so to my car on noodle-like legs, too afraid to look behind me. I fumbled for my keys and unlocked the door, sat down, closed the door, and locked it. A fucking with all these detail
1: said i think it's just because we are, we're so used to like these short blurbs yeah. for art friday episodes. sorry guys this is so lengthy it's just a book oh my god okay here we go uh,
0: only then in the safety of my lock cars did i feel safe enough to look back toward the bathroom okay. <laughs> damned if the little bastards weren't standing just outside the bathroom staring at me with the big black soul-sucking eyes which would be really fucking creepy yeah i want to I want to take a moment to explain a little bit more about myself. Okay. I'm, I'm going to skip this paragraph. Okay. So there I am in my car staring at those kids and them staring at me. I can't take my stare away from them and they start for my car. Ooh. Startled to my senses, I turn the key, throw it in reverse and get the hell out of there. I drive off, not daring to look in the rearview mirror. I know that if I do look back, I'll see those black eyes looking at me. I turn onto the main road and head the short drive north to my campsite. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Why the hell are you still camping? You got me.
1: So, <laughs> I was thinking,
0: to be honest, I can't tell you why. I was just in so much shock that I wasn't really thinking. It wasn't until I parked in the sand lot at the head of the White Pine Trail that my brain started functioning again. The drive home would take only 3 hours. I could still make it home in time for dinner, but for some reason I talked myself out of it. Sitting in my car in the sun on the beach has a way of taking away all the bad feelings. We get it. You like the beach. I understand. <laughs> it's around 3 o'clock, and I know the sun will start to set in around 3 or 4 hours, so I know I should head towards my camping spot. It's not very a very long walk from the parking lot to the White Pine backcountry campground, but it will take 45 minutes, leaving just a couple hours to set up camp, gather firewood, cook dinner, and eat before nightfall. I get my backpack out of the backseat and take off down the trail. Now, there are two ways to access the White Pine campground from where I was parked. <laughs> I'm sorry guys, I guess I didn't realize how long this was. The wooded trail is quicker and shorter, and the beach trail is harder on the legs and lungs. Walking with a 50 pound backpack in the sand is no picnic. However, considering what I just went through, I decided to go along the beach. It was more open, brighter, kinder trail. Kinder trail. (laughs) To reach the campsite from the beach trail- Oh my god! (laughs) I don't need directions! I'm not going! To reach the campsite from the beach trail, you have to turn away from the lake and go about half a mile into the woods. Reaching my campsite, I find it unfortunately completely empty. The campground has 7 sites, I think, and not a one of them was taken. <laughs> I feel the same way and I'm the one reading it. Usually this would be a happy thing to me. But this but this time I wished for a little company. I picked a site fairly hidden from the trail, feeling that I didn't need anyone walking along to spot my tent. I unpack and, oh my God, and set up my ultralight one person tent, <laughs> put down my sleeping bag, and unroll my zero degree rated mummy bag. I don't care. <laughs> got to get through this. <laughs> Sorry guys. Okay, I should have read through this before. Should have done some editing. <laughs> <It was> sh- <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to skip some of this. Basically, he's cooking his food. He's liking it. He's talking about the beautiful weather again. Great. Great. Okay. <laughs> he starts to feel dread. Okay. Okay. He realizes he doesn't want to be out there. He finishes, I finish eating quickly and decide to gather even more firewood. I do not want to run out in the middle of the night. As the darkness descends upon the woods in my campsite, I get the fire going and rifle through my pack looking for my flask. Because I gotta drink some whiskey. Mm-hmm. said I needed a little bit of liquid courage and it hit hard. In the woods, the sun sets at first slower than you think and then near the end it just kind of falls out of the sky and is gone in a blink. Sitting next to the fire, I decided to move my tent closer to me. So I click on my flashlight and move my tent until it's right behind the small bench next to the fire ring. He likes having, I like having the tent behind me, protecting my back as I saw it. I'm glad I decided to gather more firewood because I'm burning through it quickly. Part of getting away from it all for me is to leave my phone in the car. (laughs) We get it! My god! In civilization, I don't use a watch. I just look at my cell phone. However, this night I wish I had my cell phone on me, not to call someone, there's no service, but to check the time. Mm. I wanted it to be late. I wanted the night to fly by and give me the security of morning. I finished the whiskey and wish that I had brought the bottle with me from the car. Sir, for all the details that you give, you couldn't have been more prepared. Bring the bottle. Bring Mm -hmm. your phone. Don't worry about so much description in your Mm -hmm. story when you go home. That's my word. That that's my advice for you. <laughs> Though the rules say, don't go to bed with your fire burning, I sure as hell was not going to sleep without the fire. I got into my tent leaving the flap open. Why? <laughs>
1: Sounds like you're asking. For yeah. It.
0: <laughs> With just the bump flap closed so I could see the fire and tried to sleep. I don't know how long I lay there before slept found me, but eventually I did drift off. Thankfully, I can't remember having any bad dreams. I woke up to a dead fire and early dusk light coming in. I have to say I was slightly surprised to be alive. As dawn turned into day, I felt more and more foolish for the fear I felt yesterday. I swear to god, if this really does go to each of the five days, I'll never <laughs> lose it, Emma. Being a usually calm, cool, and collected guy, I couldn't explain the intense dread and fear I felt when I saw those kids. But I did my best to ignore it, and I explained away their eyes pretty easily. Basically, these whole next three paragraphs are him talking about what he saw. And, like, he drove around to different sites up there in Traverse City and stuff. And he's, like, he's talking about the restaurant he ate at it was becoming night again he spent the whole day describing what the fuck he did he spent the whole you know, it was three paragraphs and he wanted to go home because it started to rain but he had left all most of his equipment at the campground for how much he loves camping why does Stupid. he not have anything i don't know okay. and he said i couldn't abandon several hundred dollars worth of camping equipment because i was scared <laughs> I gear up, flashlight, pocket knife, water bottle, headlamp, and a walking stick. Again, two options, through the woods or along the beach. The storm clouds blocked out most of the star and moonlight, so I would have been kidding myself to think that the beach would have been better lit. But it was still more open, providing me with a better feeling, so I took the beach path. Again? He's talking about how long the path is. Just know it's a long path, path. (laughs) guys. I turn on my headlamp and move down toward the beach. The wind is hitting pretty hard, and it's pretty damn cold, but I'm prepared. My coat has a nice rain shell, and I'm not getting too wet. Okay, tell me the scary stuff! I wasn't too worried about the animals, so we're skipping past all that. Talking about all the animals in the area. Okay, as I walked, the sensation of paranoia and dread grew. I stopped every ten feet or so to look around, lighting the tall grass next to the beach before the woods with my headlamp, which would be kind of creepy. Mm -hmm. I opened my jaw and listened. You can hear better with your mouth slightly open. But I saw nothing and heard nothing. Is that a thing? I thought you were about to say, I love you. I don't know why. Did you hear better? No. (laughs) okay i'd been walking probably half an hour and i knew i would be meeting off with the trail leading into the woods into my campsite any second now but my world fell apart having one of my strongest moments of feeling watched i turned around facing the direction i came and there they were the boy who spoke to me earlier couldn't have been more than five feet away and the other boy the quiet boy was standing slightly behind him each of the boys stood motionless, staring. Just staring. Mm. <laughs> At that. this moment, I'm not sure I have the ability to put my terror into into words. The best way I can describe it is to say I felt like I was dying. The talkative boy moved toward me. The only light on the beach came from my headlamp. Neither kid had any sort of flashlight. <gasps> Ugh. That is creepy. My LED beam flashed across their faces faces reflecting grotesquely in their large dark eyes. Crash, the wind blew. Help us. I couldn't speak. I couldn't move. I could barely breathe. I I know. The boy moved closer. The quiet boy stepped to the side, almost like he was slowly circling behind me, and that broke the spell. I'm not fucking helping you, I said. (laughs) That'd be me. We're lost. We can't fight our campsite. Take us with you. Please. We'll die out here. We're afraid. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Quiet boy moved a little more. He was now standing beside me just a couple... (laughs) feet away! (laughs) The talkative boy was still in front of me, blocking the way I had come, blocking the path back to my car. Then things got even weirder. Okay, you can come with me, I said. I don't even remember thinking the words. They just came out. Oh. The talkative boy smiled and reached to take my hand. Oh. oh don't touch his hand. Oh. The fight or flight response hit me so hard it was like a physical punch to the stomach. I recoiled at the sight of this little monster trying to take my hand. Before I even realized it, I'm running down the beach. I'm sprinting away from the little bastards to my car as fast as I can. I don't look behind me. I don't know if they're following me or not, and I don't want to know. I'm in decent shape, but given any enormous <laughs> I had to throw that in there. <laughs> but given any I normal
1: circumstances.
0: I love how he's like talking about himself. Like, it's almost like a dating site. Like, I know. I'm a decent guy. I'm a I'm decent a guy. Chick. I love nature. Over and over and over again. We get it. You fucking love nature. But given any normal circumstance, I would never have been able to run so quickly for so long along the beach. Mm-hmm. My headlamp bouncing up and down. <laughs> I see the offshoot trail leading from the beach into the woods. I take the trail and head into the woods. I made my way as quietly as possible to my tent. Oh, he was naked, and he oh. got inside his bag, okay. and he warmed up. Naked? Yeah. The rain plays against the leaves of the trees, and the wood, wi- the wood, wi- the wind creaks the branches. Under the best of circumstances, this is a night where a person's mind can get away from them. As the hours passed and my adrenaline faded, I felt immensely tired. When I heard the voice say something, I thought I was dreaming. But then sleep cleared from my head, and I realized I was awake. It was still night, and the storm was still biting. Help us. An unmistakable voice said, "Go to your fucking car. That's Just go such home. white people shit. Just run to the car. <laughs> like you gotta run. Either put way. put some
1: pants on and go. go Yeah,
0: Well, yeah. Just go. Just you're already running. Just I couldn't help it. It was my gut reaction. I screamed. I lay naked, my mummy bag zipped up to my chin. <laughs> I was completely helpless. I felt like a newborn baby. <laughs> okay. Oh. Please let us in." No, I screeched, and then again, no. It's so cold. Please let us in, mister. I stopped replying and could only sob. Like a heartbroken teenage girl. This dude is like a woman who just learned her sister died. What the fuck, dude? What the hell? I sobbed. That's very I know. I was so uncontrollably scared, and I think it helped me not pay attention to the kids' demands, at least not fully. Let us in. I tugged the pull string of my hood of my mummy bag until I was completely enveloped. I just kept repeating, not daring to listen to the kids, the word no. No, 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 no. I don't know when I fell asleep, but the next thing I know, I was startled awake. The sun was shining and I'm alive. I look around my small tent and I don't see anything amiss inside. It takes me several minutes to gather up the courage to—courage necessary to unzip the tent fly. But finally I do. I peek my head out but see no one. Naked. I run to my pack and grab my clothes in the dry bag. Oh, he must have left the bag outside. Oh. But I didn't read it because he has too many fucking understand. Okay. <laughs> so used. basically, that's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. That was the last thing he went to his car. Basically, these kids just show up. They always ask for something, and usually mm-hmm. they come in pairs. And one talks and one doesn't.
1: Okay. Well, stranger danger. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. Don't, don't go camping first of all, because ill. You wanna go camping? No. <laughs> Never. Will you catch me doing anything outside? Um. So don't go camping. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Well, even
1: like the melonhead story and everything, it just made me not believe folklore.
0: No, folklore's are harder.
1: I, I, yeah, that's something. Usually, I can be like, "Why oh, I'm indifferent or anything." Yeah, like this one no is always a solid no. For me. No, like it's funny. The sure. black-eyed kids freaks me out. It freaks
0: me out, but, but I'm like, no, okay, yeah. I don't answer yeah, my door. I underway, don't claim so. this negative energy. <laughs> you see people <laughs> always commenting that on shit. I don't claim this negative energy. Like the ghosts are reading the fucking comments. Like okay, <laughs> it's weird. Okay, okay, grow up, Jenny. <laughs> so stupid. So I don't know. I think they're creepy. I think folklore's are fun though. They're fun. I think they're important. They're like the spooky stories you can tell around the campfire if you're someone who likes to be outside. Right. That's where. Mm-hmm. I, that's where I think of folklore. I don't yeah. think of it as like this is gonna be an irrational fear. I don't know. That'll be in the show notes if you guys want to read
1: that. <laughs> well, Thanks, guys. Sorry. This for next Tuesday for a true crime. Yeah, it'll probably be better than this was. Is it? Who's it? M- it's my true crime. <gasps> it is. Is it
0: really good? It's
1: crazy.
0: Your last one was crazy, so no, I'm this really one's curious.
1: Times 10. Oh, okay, yeah. now I'm excited.
0: Okay. Alright, thanks guys. will yeah, see you next time. Yeah, hopefully. Bye. bye. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, you might not want to listen to us anymore. <laughs> bye. Sorry, bye.